Hey, I'm Peachy. Hey, I'm Jeff. And today we are joined by a very special guest. It is Siege Studios' James Otero. Thank is you that, very much. Is that right? Yeah, Did I, I say that, it right? That, the, the company name isn't on my birth certificate, but, but, <laughs> but uh, you can introduce me like that. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah. So you're founder and CEO, is that's that correct? That's correct, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have the esteemed honour and uh, privilege of being in that position, yeah. So, so I've been aware of Siege Studios for many years mm-hmm. uh, for numerous reasons. Uh, one, you always do Follow Friday and you always link me in, and that's very kind. So thank you very much for always doing that. That's fine. Yeah. Whether, whether that's you or that's me personally yeah, yeah I do that every Friday yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm awful on, on social media I'm, I always mean to like hashtag people in <laughs> but I'm useless uh, so that, that's one way I, I've become known as CGDs but also a few staff that have gone through workshop of mm-hmm. work for you and I've just like seen lots of stuff mm-hmm. so much stuff on Instagram I'm just like 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 that's amazing yeah, I like you do post a lot you do so oh, sorry <laughs> that was fine I mean that, that's good I mean that you know that that constant sort of like yeah. I guess hitting the algorithm and making yourself more out there is because I'm well at I, I think with social media, I'm more aware of who you are. Before that, was more like a name here and there in the background stuff. Yeah, uh, I, be uttered. I, it, I, I've basically, I, I don't, I didn't in the early days. I didn't really do anything like me personally. It was always just obviously as a business. But, yeah. um, but I, 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 when we do like internal meetings, we do like internal company zooms and stuff like that. It became evident from some of the, some of the team, and I, I encourage people to be like just put ideas on the table and all that kind of stuff. And they're mm. just like the, the company's a little bit faceless, like you know. And I, and I was like, right, okay. I come from a music background, so I'm used to being like on stage and stuff like that. So I was like, well, social media is just essentially like a stage, but with millions more people watching you. And yeah, and, and yeah once it's out there, everyone can see it. So, you know, it's not like in a little venue or something. So, um, so yeah, so I, I just took that on board and I started doing like Sunday streams where I do like an hour on just Sunday, just talking and answering questions about painting and, yeah, and, okay, whatever yeah. and things like that. And I just, I just think it's, it's, it, Taking on feedback is really important, and I didn't want the company to be faceless. So yeah, so yeah, yeah, so. yeah. No, I mean, there's so much that Siege offers, and we'll we'll get into that in a minute. I, I, my burning question I've got, and I'm sure our we've got a load of questions from the patrons as well, which we'll hit later. But yeah, when did it start, and why did right. it start? So there's, there's, there's two there's two birthdays, and I'll explain why that is. Uh, so the first one is when I'd literally just started Siege and started the email. Hmm. Uh, and the other one is when we actually became incorporated as a business. Um, so I actually started Siege in 2013, uh, but we we're incorporated in August of 2014. So oh, okay. for me, it's been 10 years. Yeah. But as a business, it's just nine. So, yeah. Okay. So yeah. yeah. So like all our merchant stuff is 2014 because I was like, you can't really do it if you're not incorporated. Like that's not official. Like, yeah. You know? yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah. So uh, so uh, 10 years in total, but nine years as a as an incorporated business. So, so yeah. oh wow. So, yeah. And was it just like one day you just went, you know what? I like painting. I bet other people like painting. Let's let's make it into a business kind of thing. Uh, kind of. Uh, so I literally uh, had a huge gap, like everybody does. Mm. I'm sure loads of people are familiar with having a gap. You obviously uh, go on holidays with friends. Mine was uh, nine years or so in music, touring my backside around loads of countries and stuff, and then it all fell apart. And went in my loft, found Warhammer, and that was it. Green light go. Um, but uh, yeah, so it, it, essentially, I my, when in the early days when I was a kid, I used to paint stuff for my friends. Uh, they, yeah, the, in my gaming group, uh, I just I always enjoyed painting. Uh, came back after bands and then just started putting like the occasional video up on social media just on like youtube like here's like a model i painted or whatever mm. got approached by a few guys and they're like oh do you want to do you want to like paint some models for like like commission like for other people and i was like I, at that point i wasn't like 100 percent savvy in the whole entire niche of the of the wargaming industry of commission painting um 
so I, I started doing it and, and there was just lots of things that I was like, well, I'm not really happy with how this is or happy with this, how this is or happy with how this is. And, and in my full time, real time job, I was I'm a recruitment consultant. So I'm used to sort of like super strict, like mm. this is how it must be done, like this process, <laughs> yeah. you know, blah, blah. Um, and I'm, I'm Joe, my manager will back me up on this, even though like he, he does all the operations side of things now for Siege. But like. I'm terrible at following processes sometimes, and and I and I, I'm more than happy to admit doing that. You know that I, but I, you know, um, but I in the early days I, I set rudimentary procedures and things in place that I obviously followed then. Yeah. Um, and and just tried to do something a bit more professional. Yeah. Um, because yeah. I, I just I'd always I I'm in that environment every single day. Yeah. So for me, uh, it kind of like doing it any other way didn't kind of feel right for me and yeah, I'd always yeah. side I'd always side myself with the client I'd be like right well if the client's waiting for this or if they haven't heard this or if there's this or this or this or this I, I'd kind of take it a bit personally yeah and yeah. and I just and especially if I'm the one, I was the one painting the models and then this was happening yeah so I just thought right well look it's been great as a brief learning experience and obviously just trying and seeing obviously if there's a possibility of doing that but then I kind of stepped away and went right I'm gonna set something up and yeah. I'm gonna it, for the year of 2013 to 2014 i just done private ones by myself through the email known as it uh with a, with an instagram account and um and and yeah just just it got to a point where i was like right uh this this can be something serious yeah, and then yeah. and then i still done it for a period of three four years as a side thing even though it's incorporated as a, yeah, as a thing yeah. i've done it as a side thing to my full-time recruitment job um and it got to a point where some things happened with recruitment um, some goalposts changed and I lost my mortgage at the time as a result of like losing a bonus and at that point I just thought that I've got 30 days holiday Yeah, I'm, I know what it's doing around yeah. a full time PAYE job I'm just going to Don some speedos and goggles and dive straight in. And, 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 you know, and that was. Please that, tell me you sat there painting speedos. I did not paint speedos. Mind you, I was in a very hot flat, like on the third, third or fourth floor. It was very, very hot. Um, but it was no Just speed. using your own sweat yeah, to thin down the paint. Yeah, yeah, no, uh, for any old kinds of sieges, that was definitely not the case. Uh, so, yeah, no. Um, but the, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I said I, I just dived in because I was like, right, well, you know, um, it's got to the point that it's got to. Uh, I'm not valued where I am, yeah. and uh, and that's, that's that's a huge thing for me as a, as, a, as an owner of a business as well. It's valuing obviously the people who work for the company because I've been through that and I've been that in that in, in that situation, and I've also seen hundreds of companies that I've gone in for meetings, you know, in recruitment, and I've just seen staff that aren't valued and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And I and I actually just I don't like that kind of thing. So and so we try and see just I try and make it the best environment possible to work for a business if that makes yeah. sense I mean so. from my point of view I see creatives as two things you've got like two patches of ground one which is cultivated and grown and you know turn into a nice beautiful garden that's like if you go into like council estates you get like the old lady's house which is like beautiful Pristine, and then you yeah. and you get the sofa with like grass that's grown over it. it's just like <laughs> barren so sometimes businesses are like i just dump stuff on it they don't really matter just leave it it's just a yeah. resource to be mined and then this one's like it's beautiful it's creative it's very nice yeah. it's very pretty and good to look at so that's how i see creative is like you have to like really get the best out of them don't you 100 percent. yeah yeah like the creative individuals are very different to sort of uh individuals that maybe don't have that creative flair or creative side of things i think it like nurturing and, and aiding and guidance is is very important mm. um we, we, yeah, before we start recording we obviously talk about imposter syndrome like I, I see it all the time and i have it as well you know me personally uh, yeah, obviously i'm a painter of a certain level or whatever blah blah but i see stuff day in day out that like blows my mind mm. and, and it's a very privileged position to be in and see that stuff every day but it also makes you think oh, i i i can't do that yeah, or, yeah, i, I yeah, wish i could yeah. do that you know yeah. and, and it's, it's very similar to that yeah um, but uh but yeah so i've got a burning question I, I, and i asked jeff 
what is what his thoughts is so obviously you're in the music industry i've got an idea what he did what do you reckon his music oh, genre was what genre yeah I'm, I'm going to go with Egyptian death metal. Oh, my, my favourite Egyptian death metal. <laughs> now, now, now I've lost my guess. <laughs> oh, sorry. I'm, I'm going to have to go with Uruguayan death, death, death metal now. Uruguay, I'm going to have to go. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Not I, Slovakian country in Western Ireland. Definitely not Slovakian country in Western Ireland. I've just got, um, I don't know, I've got a feeling it was, um, I don't know, I've just got a feeling it was sort of light funk based. It wasn't. You're very close. Uh, less of the Egyptian, um, but but uh, but yeah. I was I was in a couple of uh, I was in a death metal band, yeah. and I was also wow. in like a, 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 a um, uh, if you know a band called Parkway Drive uh, or like yeah, yeah. August Burns yeah, Red. So yeah, I was in yeah, a band, Drive. very very similar. Before they went sort of like super super massive arena rock, when yeah. they were like proper um, proper sort of um, uh, uh, just metalcore. Mm. I was like in a metalcore band as well. So oh, yeah, nice. so you yeah, have long hair to match. So I didn't. Could... You know, I can't go long hair for, for absolute love <laughs> same, of money. So, so yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah got I, got, I, you, you, I can already tell you've got hair that grows out, not down. Hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, so so that's, 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 that's your barbering. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Spotted at a mile. Yeah. Mine yeah. just comes out sideways. <laughs> yeah. Looks like, like satin. Like, <laughs> Like a Keith Flint haircut. If I if I end up on a desert island, I will not need a pillow after six weeks. So it's fine. Okay, all right. So yeah, I'll, I'll be fine. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So you know, uh, that was fun for nine years, and I, yeah. I and and I even with bands, I still treated it as a business. Like you know, um, I think we. Before before we were signed, we we used to you know have lots of problems where we go to shows and and not um and not get paid for like travelling for three and a half hours just to get a bit of petrol petrol cover. So one of the things that I did so I set up a email address of a guy that we said was our booking agent who wasn't a booking agent who was me who I worked under another <laughs> alias and then I used to send a contract before the show to make sure that we got paid for petrol or where we yeah, were being yeah. paid mm. and we just turn up and go oh did uh, did did John send you the contract through for for the for for, for, for us playing and they'd be like oh yeah. yeah yeah, we got it. Yeah, yeah, so we need to be paid before we play or pay half before we it's play. It's a good blah, way of doing things. Yeah. yeah, I had to do that because yeah. we used to play so many shows and we'd rock up and play to the village goat and the chair at the bar stall and and like like fair enough like the promoter hadn't p- promoted the show or whatever, but our van or cars or whatever didn't yeah, run on thin air. Yeah, you know? yeah, so, yeah, so, yeah. And I think that uh, having a bit of distance, yeah, can really it, yeah. it helps. It, it, it takes awkwardness out of the correct, yeah. out of the situation of money, doesn't it? Really, if you can it, do that, you know, I, 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 it's really funny because I, I always used to see it. It is, it was a business agreement. Like we, we come to play, play the music yeah. we played, and like you, you're advertising the show for us to, to obviously play to people. So yeah. like it was that kind of a, agreement and. Is it a bit unhandy to obviously have that book that that alias? I, I, I guess maybe a little bit in, in those mm. days, but just to safeguard yourself, it was absolutely pretty, right. You know, I, like, there's nothing I hate talking money with clients because one of my problems is if people don't turn up for a haircut and they pay for it in advance online, I don't they don't get their money back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah. I hate having to discuss it. I agree. Yeah, because yeah. you know clients will phone up and they go, "Oh, I can't make my haircut, Jeff," and I'm like, "Okay, I'm sorry, can't be. It's a shame." And then they go, um, "Can I move that down to?" And I go, well, I can make you a new appointment, but that money won't travel. And they go, yeah. but I haven't had my hair cut. And I'm like, but yeah, someone but, else could have been there. You've been yeah. my 30 minutes, yeah, whether yeah, you're yeah. there or not. Yeah, you know? yeah. I always say, it's a, I said, it's a funny one because what you're buying off me is a haircut, but what I'm selling you is 30 minutes of my time. Yeah. Oh, I'm yeah. so but glad I you said didn't, that. But yeah. I, didn't get my th- I well, don't get yeah. my 30 minutes back. In a weird way, I kind of get that because we do one to one. There's no siege offers its own tuition and stuff yeah, yeah. like that. And you will probably go into that in, yeah, in, yeah, in yeah. a little while. But um, 
I always feel bad if they, you know, they, they drop a message and they're like, oh, I, I'm feeling ill or I can't make it. Mm. And you'd be like, well, we can reschedule. But what I've now lost is that time slot for someone else. So yeah, yeah. Every now and again, you yeah. can pull someone in. I had it last week. I, I had somebody couldn't make a haircut. And then, uh, bless her, she came in. The, she came in and went, Jeff, I'm sorry I let you down. I was on a business call. I couldn't get out. And I'm like, I'm fine. I'm, you know, I'm sorry I couldn't cut your hair. And then yeah. she was like, I'll book one for tomorrow. And you feel terrible because you're going, well, I've had twice out of that haircut yeah, you, know, but, yeah. you know but I'm like I'm really Just sorry really short yeah I was like <laughs> sorry I'm sorry Joe you know I can't give you I can't give you money and she went no I don't expect it back it's on me nah, but yeah. I hate talking money so if you can have you know maybe that's what I need to do when they when they phone up I need to put a different accent on and definitely yeah. Yeah. yeah Jeff said that you can't have your money back just play a different different thing I don't know that Russian guy he's, he's now got working for him <laughs> Gregorius yeah. like, oh, I'll call him Gregorius go Vlad it's the best <laughs> best go to yeah. go to um, but I, I'm so glad you, t- you said that because the thing is is like you're quite right like you are selling time that's yeah. the commodity that's and that's, that's very close to my heart like it, it's something that uh, I I everyone in the office and everyone I speak to in general like when we speak to clients or you know, conventions or whatever like it, it, that is the commodity that we sell like mm-hmm. it, uh, I understand that people perceive it as paint miniatures and mm. all that kind of stuff but it that two days that the person's going to spend on a model or those evenings that they spend on the model is evenings they could spend with their kids or they yeah. could spend yeah, yeah. you know spend it watching whatever they want to on Netflix or any of those programs or whatever like it, that's the commodity we trade and I think I've been on a mission for the last 10 years of trying to through Siege get people to value commission painting yeah, and value yeah. value the experience and the time that goes into because what, what's done a good friend of mine he um, he ended up between uh, jobs and he'd been a manager of a games workshop store mm-hmm. and over the time he'd, he, he then ended up in upper headquarters and he's amassed loads of plastic and he, thought, he said to before I can start he's got, got a gap and then I'm going into another job he thought but to earn some money in between and he painted uh, the Ultramarine company from the Tyrannic Wars. Was it oh, first, first company? Yeah, so yeah. he did loads of like scratches and yeah, you know yeah. and claws hanging off their belts and all of that sort of stuff. And he he showed me it, and he I went, "That's amazing." He said, "Yeah." He said, "It's it's sold." And I was like, "How much you go for it?" Sixteen hundred quid. And I'm like, "Wow!" And he went, "Yeah," but he said, "I I jotted down every minute." that I spent on it and he says and I'm massively below minimum wage yeah and I think the people don't they 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 they, they look at 1600 quid of buying painted plastic toys don't they they don't, don't look at the amount of hours it creates to get there so, yeah and that's the problem that's what I, I like to chat to you about because it, it's made me think about a couple of things when I used to work at workshop we used to do um free, they'd freelance some projects out so mm-hmm. like Age of Sigma was hitting they needed some more armies doing and the cost for the army painters was so low that a lot of them just didn't want to do it because it wasn't worth their time in the evening. So they were like, I could spend time with my family or I could just spend time with my friends or earn this pittance. And But I'm spending like all my evenings for the next two weeks earning this pittance, which is money. When you look at it, you're like, it's still money, but it's like that... Is my free time worth more than this extra cash that I'm being paid by workshop? And it panned out that actually a lot of the other... Some of the other departments around the business were getting paid more per hour or right. per, per, per whatever. But the argument was, yeah, but you're army painters. Now, right. I've always thought that when you sat at the table and you're physically painting, it doesn't matter if you're a high-end painter or a low-end painter, you still... I mean, there are some strategies and hacks and stuff that we can all learn, but for the most part, an heavy metal painter and an army painter, heavy metal are on their chair a lot longer doing their thing than an army painter would be because... And they're doing more. They're doing... They're, there's more bulk. So, like, if I was doing an army, I'd, like, have 200 figures, whereas every metal would have, like, 20. 
and we're there at the same time, but they get paid more. Yeah, and I'm like, right. how how is that balance and stuff like that? So that always used to be quite a, an annoyance for yeah, a yeah, lot of the. It's, it's, it's quantity versus quality, but yeah. it's it's still it still amounts. But to still being, there. It still amounts to being sixty seconds and a minute, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, you yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Well, one of the things I mean, I'm, I'm very very. I've spoken about it a few times with different individuals and different mediums, but like I I see commission painting as a trade, and absolutely that that rubs some people up the wrong way, and I understand why. Hmm. I, I just want to make it clear, like I understand that this whole entire industry comes from a hobby yeah. background i get that totally when i'm outside the siege office when i'm at home in my painting room painting blood angels every single day of my life for the rest of my life um I, that is what it is for me yeah but it's a really weird amalgamation our industry like within more gaming like commission painting it's a weird niche of a niche it's it's a perceived it's a perceived as a hobby in general by everybody yeah but i i want to i want individuals in my business to be able to do all the things they want to be able to do through doing the thing that they love yeah and the thing is is every other trade on earth every other trade on earth is valued for what it mm. is well well the funny thing is is i realize with you you are actually the reverse of me because i say you buy my time but what you what people buy from you is they're buying their own time back aren't they because it's, going, yeah, yeah, it's time yeah. they haven't had to spend yeah painting an army which they're either they just don't have the time available or they don't have the, the skill or the resource or the fact that sitting there will make them extraordinarily anxious because they're not doing it A, fast enough for a tournament or be up to a standard that they're happy with. Mm -hmm. So you are selling them not only just the painted product, but you're selling them their own time back. Correct, yeah. Instead of going, I don't have to dedicate that Sunday to get that whole art, then yeah, yeah. the next 10 Sundays to get that army ready for a tournament because they've bought it done from you they've bought time back it's sundays with their kids not sunday sat at the table it, it is a really strange thing when you because there is that whole well you know well, well i just do it as a hobby you know and i've had it at conventions like, I, I, i'll talk to anybody that comes up to the siege stand not you know and, and I'll, I'll gladly answer any questions i physically can at that point with speaking with them um but the the thing is is that it's it, for the last 10 years or so it's it's taken a long time to to kind of gradually hopefully shift an understanding of what mm. it is that we are as a business yeah. you know it's it, the, it, whether you're somebody who paints models for your friends and they give you a packet of crisps and six, <laughs> a six pack of a diet coke yeah. that's fine yeah. if you're happy to trade your time for that yeah. there's nothing wrong with that yeah, and yeah. i want to say that clearly yeah, yeah, uh, no, it's no, perfectly yeah, yeah. fine um however because i've always wanted to do it from the moment I started Siege and from the moment I, I, I've thought of this is how I want to do it, I wanted it to be a, a business. I wanted it to be, uh, uh, you know, uh, develop into this thing that people can earn decent money doing and also enjoy what they do doing it as well. Um, that's very far removed from a, from a hobby. A yeah. And I think that, you know, I never want it to mitigate and take away from someone's personal this is my hobby, I enjoy doing this, blah, blah, blah. I think the moment you cross that precipice of trying to do it, professionally or trying to do it as to earn a, a decent money or, or yeah. a salary or whatever it has to be considered that the, the thing that really gets me is that like is that you you know for every other trade on earth you go to college you study you yeah, know you spend yeah, all these years yeah. you get the bit of paper at the end of it that says you've got you know you've got this uh, it's you're now gas safe, you're now gas safe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah i'm crap with boilers um, but 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 you know in, in our industry the person starting learning to paint and progressing and becoming a better painter in my mind is no real different than the years dedicate the concentrated dedication of two three years in college Absolutely to not. get that yeah but when 
when the person develops that skill, they then don't have this shiny bit of paper that's like, oh, yeah. I've, I've, I can, I'm a commission painter now. Like, it, you don't get that. And, no. and there's, yeah. there's an interesting thing. I mean, firstly, I've got a friend who's um, a hobbyist. He worked in retail with me. Mm -hmm. His name's Nige. Uh, and he hates painting. Uh, he used to spray a lot of his things black and you could tell he just didn't enjoy it mm -hmm. he pays people now to paint stuff and you can see he's happy he gets what he wants how mm -hmm. he wants to and I don't think out there there's there's no right or wrong way to do the hobby that I used to have people come in the store that just wanted to read the books people yep. that come in that just wanted to play the game so mm -hmm. when you say it's a hobby it doesn't have to be painting no, some it people doesn't just don't right. want to do that yeah, yeah. Um, but going to the uh, the certificate thing I think that's a really interesting thing and you know I'm not saying we, which should be a thing, but out there on eBay, there are people that refer to themselves as pro-painted because they do it professionally mm -hmm. and they call themselves pro-painted, but it looks like they've dunked it into a vat of yeah. just every colour mixed together. And people are paying thinking, that, and sometimes they show the wrong image, they show an image from a website yeah. and they get this this lump. And that's like having a cowboy builder versus an actual yeah, right, qualified yeah. builder. Uh, the thing is, the reason why... So having a certificate would make it. It would, it would. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be incredibly biased if I set up some kind I've said this before, like, you know, the, every other trade on earth has a governing body or has like a guild or has like a chartered yeah. institute or accreditation yeah. or something. You can't do that with ours, purely because, number one, if I set it up, I'd be extremely biased to siege, which is completely incorrect. <laughs> um, damn. But no, but on the other on all jokes aside, on the flip side of it, like, because it has this artistic, creative side of it, that's the one thing that differentiates it, really. I mean, look, you speak to a carpenter, and arguably that is art as well. You know, yeah, you yeah, look at yeah. some of the joints you see on tables, oh, and yeah, things like, yeah. they're, like, beautiful. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Construction-wise, they're incredible. I think carpentry is, like, probably the closest uh, with the, that has, a, like, a splash of, of artistry to it. Yeah. Um, Plumbing. I mean, I'm not taking away from any plumber, any electrical. You lost Hundred percent. Some plumbing that you see is like immaculate and pristine, yeah. and, and you look under my kitchen sink, and it's like blooming jungle. But the the reality the reality is is that like I think because ours has got this artistic overlay of creativity to it. With what you're saying about eBay, about pro painters and stuff like that, there's nothing there's nothing inherently wrong with no, with no. that at all whatsoever. And I'm not saying you were saying that, but like the 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 reality is is that there's just it's it's like going in an art gallery and looking at one per art, artist, artist's painting and looking at it and going, that's amazing. Yeah. And then there's a, you go to another artist and it's just like a gridded square with like one red square. Oh, now, a good old Mondrian. Yeah, that's what we're talking about. Exactly, yeah. 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 I'm so, I was burning my tongue that name. I couldn't remember. I didn't want to say something wrong. Did, um, I didn't do art history. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it, they both of the bits of art are worth being in the gallery. Yeah. However, they're just interpreted very different, in yeah. very, very different ways. And Picasso ways. as well, like, you know, it looks You're like a child's coloured it in. But. Yeah. <laughs> well, this is the thing, isn't it? So, and this is the problem with those, which, where you're getting to with regards to selling the product and yeah. trying to get it away from being a hobby, is the fact is you are selling something that is utterly subjective. Yeah, correct, yeah. And, but the thing that is annoying is, is the fact is that I think we don't have our people's boundaries of what they accept to be art is very limited or different mm -hmm. in person to person. People going, I'd like you to pay £5,000 for this army of plastic men, and they go, well, that's utterly ridiculous. Yep. But the same person might look at a £5,000 picture in a gallery Correct, yeah. and go, that's amazing, and that is a job, that is someone's job. Yep. And it's just a perception of... Uh, just a perception of the term art the problem with art is it's such an enormously big word for three letters and, you know, <laughs> it, has, yeah. it has so much scope as well yeah. this is yeah. the thing like you know and, and that's the really interesting point about i think that's what keeps me super engaged and super interested in the niche of commission painting within the wargaming industry is because it's it it has it's so much to it mm. that every day is completely different 
Uh, and the reality of, of it is that, again, talk, having these amazing conversations with people and clients and, and people I see at shows or, or you speak through social media or whatever, and like trying to, you get you get some client customers that understand it completely because they have that, under, they, they go, right, okay, well, it's time, blah, blah, blah. But the, I think, as we've said, like, because it's not a visible, tangible thing, like people don't really value it as much, I find. And yeah. I, I think that's something that, you know, is, is a real shame because it, what without telling too morbid when it's gone and you've used it you don't get it back so yeah. that really in the grand scheme of things in my mind it's way more important than lots of other things yeah and how you if you choose it's really like a a, a huge thing like if if those people that do go oh yeah i'll paint your uh, some dark elder or i'll paint your elder or elves or whatever for a packet of crisps and, and some coke that's actually like one of the nicest things that someone can do for you because they're giving that commodity that they don't get ever again yeah basically for nothing yeah you know which I think is an amazing thing. So for anyone that does that, that's that's brilliant and hats off to you. But, but it's not, in my mind, the way to approach it if you're wanting to treat it and earn a living from it, yeah, if that yeah, makes yeah. you follow me. And I think that's the, the so huge difference. Recently I had a dabble, sorry, Jeff, I didn't no, know. No, go go I had a dabble at obviously doing some commission stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, as in, like, if I was to do it lone, lone Wolf, uh, mm -hmm. and that was with War Daddy, a video should be coming out in a week or so's time because uh, we've got a set time when we're mm -hmm. going to put it out. And that was really interesting for me because when I was working at, uh, in, in the army painting team you get like freelance stuff out you still have that security blanket of a salary mm, so even yeah. if like oh sorry pete you know i'm a bit behind because you know the child's ill not a chance to get this mm. unit done can we put you know add that into the photography later on it'd be like yeah it's fine so you had that security blanket of being able to push things a little bit more yeah, but yeah. also you know sometimes i want it was the cost was a bit like it's not really worth my time in the evenings to be fair but i'll do it because it needs doing um whereas doing this for war daddy was really interesting because I, I was constantly like is this enough is this too much and you know we'll, i'll talk in the video a bit more about it um when, when it when it gets put up live but um he rescues miniatures he buys them off ebay rescues them and then he it's basically people in between work. He would mm. like say, you know, do you want to do some commission painting? Single miniatures get like three quid a model. Then it's like dreadnoughts are like eight quid. Mm. I think tanks and bigger things are like a tenner and like big, mm. big bag badass characters like Primarch's like uh, 15 or something like that. So I am, I've got all these metal talons and I'm painting them up and I'm like, I'm, I'm, I have to do some maths here. I'm like, my time is valuable, but I always want to get this up to a certain point that's, that's, yeah, yeah. that's going to sell. So I'm like, when I was at workshop, it was 10 pound an hour um and uh, that's good so if i'm spending an hour and these are three quid each i'm probably spending 20 minutes per figure yeah so I, but if i'm batching them i can yeah, find yeah. i can cut corners i can save time when i'm batching them so that's that's t that's 10 figures so i'm looking at 20 minutes for 10 figures so that's 200 minutes so we, you know about a couple what two hours something like that um so i've got two hours to paint this unit of 10 two hours to paint this unit of 10 and yeah. i'm just bashing through it and i'm like doing like a couple of base coats a couple of contrast contrast shades were really helpful here dry brushing and i'm there at the end of it going i'm happy with them but i should put more into it and then i'm like if i put more into it that's more of my more time, time now yeah, i'm losing yeah but then i'm starting to get this imposter syndrome like I that, yeah. am i am i not am i am i doing a bad job here is it would people buy this because i know my friend would probably buy this because this, they're base coated and they're colored in yeah whereas he can't do that <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't like coloring in models i do uh but i have standards of what i like and yeah. what i want on my on my table whereas i've seen people at war game shows where they're just happy with like you know the model sprayed white or the model yeah. sprayed blue or whatever and it's massively that is again it's just a, an absolute case of balance isn't yeah, it you know absolutely. It's like that thing of like you know you, you, 
it's beautiful to have a it's lovely to have a beautiful army but then also at the same point in time it's this thing of remembering they're four foot away if you get if you play if you game with them it's, it's, well, that, that, it's that, trying that, to find your balance isn't it that, that's exactly it i mean if you're if you're going to be putting them on a table you're going to be having you know drink near them or you're going to be eating your favorite uh, crisps and then handling the models and all that kind of stuff <laughs> like do you really want to be investing like that, that amount of time into 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 painting them if they're going to do that if however you're going to put them on a shelf and it's your favorite character and yeah. you're going to be looking at it for the rest of your life or whatever yeah. like it's a very different purpose for that model exactly because no no one's ever a tournament said i've got to give it to you that seventh marine across on the left that's a really nicely painted <laughs> yeah. holster yeah, I, I love this, <laughs> i love the eight highlight stages on the bulk yeah, yeah. casing yeah yeah, yeah, yeah you, you re you're really right. really caught that purity seal really well <laughs> you know what I mean? yeah. I, I, because they become a block of things yeah don't they? well i think your, your 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 website does this really well because what what you have is you have different I said coding system but you have gold yeah. you know what you're getting with gold you yeah. know what you're getting with silver yeah, you yeah. know what you're getting with bronze I mean I could be wrong bronze feels like more unit levels and stuff like yeah, that but yeah. now you've got warrior Yeah, it's uh, so, I want to ask about what, a bit more yeah, about what the, warrior totally, is and stuff it, that, like that's something that was on the back burner of doing for a very long time Covid happened I, I actually it's even before Covid I actually thought of doing warrior in 2017 hmm. and, and literally I was at the point whereby things were going, Siege was going, it was just me back then, obviously just on the office side and all that thing. Um, and I just didn't have enough plates to put that food on and spin it as well. I was literally yeah. like, right, I can't. So it went on the back burner once. I was set to launch it and set to do it. And then COVID happened and I was like, right, okay. It went on the back burner again. So it's been in the making for quite some yeah, time. Yeah. But, but you, you, you know, when I started Siege 10 years ago, uh, I done my sort of research and due diligence in the industry cause it's just because, again, coming from a very competitive recruitment background, I don't want to be doing stuff that other people are doing and all that kind of stuff. Um, so I named the levels, and this I think this is the mistake that I made when I set Siege up, and 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 I I, I kind of named our levels something which I thought had an arbitrary value, as in mm. like you've got the bronze, silver, gold, platinum, etc. Um, but they weren't copywritten names. So yeah. so the, the the issue with that is that it for the beginning of siege where nobody else had those names it, it that was what was offered at siege and then obviously as, see, yeah. as the industry's got bigger and bigger and bigger and i was obviously you know i don't i don't mind people using the same names or anything at all i've got no ownership over those words at all whatsoever but i think it, i would very much have liked to have had names which were relevant to siege to, to yeah to yeah siege to i suppose there might be different things on different places so that could confuse uh, is, yeah, that, I mean, is that what it, it, i mean you do get, you get oh this person's bronze is this or this and, and i get that totally yeah. and, and the thing is that you know it, we're at the point we're at and, and our levels are what they are but i i i'm a firm believer in what we present for each of those levels hopefully is a good representation yeah, of very, what, yeah. what, what, what our levels are um, and it's just down to the consumer and the customer to decide whether this bronze is better than this bronze it's, yeah. it's, and again that's with the out the overlay of, of it being art as well so yeah, like yeah. you know um, but Warrior um, obviously all of our levels are stylistically very much like box art so we yeah, paint in a yeah. very sort of clean edge highlighted style um, stylistically if someone there, there could be customers that potentially prefer a more airbrush style that that they come to our website and they're like, oh, well, there's nothing really for me, you know, I see, or, yeah. or, or, or I, I don't know if I can have that because everything that I see on there is is a certain way. So Warrior was a little bit of an experiment in the sense of hopefully trying to offer something that is tailored and targeted more a person who wants to game with something. Yeah. Um, and obviously factually, they take less work in the sense because you're not doing yeah. loads of hours of edge highlighting on them. Or this. They've got some edging on them, but not as much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
a lot of the work is done more with an airbrush as opposed to just sitting doing a lot loads and loads and loads of edge highlighting and, and loads of brush work on the models and then it hopefully gives someone uh the option of of choosing something that both maybe price mm. point wise and also uh stylistically is what they prefer yeah, yeah. um and then it just gives, it just it just increases hopefully what a potential customer can choose from by coming to the business and that's that's kind of like what we wanted to do with warrior it's such a broad spectrum because i was looking at the gallery and like you know you 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 know what you get when you look at platinum you're like that, that is pretty high-end yeah. levels of stuff yeah. so it's it, it goes uh, i think yeah. the name for me the names make sense yeah, uh, yeah. I, I, I saw the warrior ones and it did look a lot obviously when i was looking at it that looks airbrushed there's some highlights on it but what makes that difference to bronze but you made that quite clear now so yeah now I, yeah I, I it, totally get that. bronze definitely has like and we get asked this like, that's one of the first things we got asked it's like because we had to, in the video I thought we really good to. We spoke about it with the guys in the office. And we're really good to have like a bronze model, like and a, and a yeah. warrior model next to each other. And immediately, obviously, from a painter's perspective, you know, as a painter, that the bronze model has way more put into it. Yeah, like yeah, the edge yeah. highlight, all the uh, everything that's done into it's it, the multiple stage, base coated, all, all, all yeah. that kind of stuff is all done on it. <laughs> And the warrior model, because of the volumetric highlighting with the airbrush, yeah. it, it instantly has that tonal tonal gradient in various areas and stuff. And but then we had people going, "Oh, well, is is warrior higher or is is it?" Is, and it's like, it's a, it's it is lower because not as much is unto it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then there's the stylistic choice of the individual then kind of takes prerequisite and they're like right well i i don't really maybe want everything edge highlighted and yeah. i prefer yeah. warrior but yeah work amount of work on a model warrior is definitely definitely lower than bronze in every way shape and form yeah yeah but stylistically it kind of gives someone entering to the siege experience i suppose if you want to call it anything um a choice between whether they want something more box art style or they want something that's a bit more airbrushy yeah. and volumetric yeah. so it's interesting that it's a lot of the box art style and i really like that and i guess there's a lot of people that grown up with workshop that, that that's what they see and they're like i want some of that i want to be yeah. able to paint that and you offer that which yeah, is yeah. really really good um even like the eye painting stuff you know the the style that we used to do was very much clean crisp using those acrylics um so they could easily like disappear into the background and still not clash too much it's when you start getting like the airbrush ones mixed in so this is one of the things we used to have with the publications if, if you've got like a citadel army and you're chucking a a forge world vehicle it's so different because it's based yeah. very different it, it, the paint apps on it are very different and you just it it clashes but if that if the army was all done the same then it wouldn't it looked fine but sometimes when you're dropping in random different yeah, yeah. things that, that that does have an effect to, to like the photography um, which is why we used to keep to a, a very similar wave so it's nice to see those stars and i'm always just like look it is model porn really isn't it <laughs> I, i've never had it's anyone a, describe the siege website as that but okay. <laughs> it is it's like, i was like looking through it because for me as a painter i mean i like looking at heavy metal stuff and i would never paint to that level well i mean i can do and i want to sometimes but it's time is is a thing and i'm just yeah. like i could paint that one character to that level or i could paint 50 501st clone troopers yeah uh, and then play ca uh, you know like a couple of legion games yeah. uh, over a weekend and stuff like that so th there's that balance but i really like looking at nicely painted stuff yeah yeah because it's that aspirational thing and gives you ideas and like, oh, that's really cool oh, i like what you've done there well oh, i like that choice of color it is um, great but then when you're surrounded in it in a, in a bubble of this like, <laughs> yeah, every, every single day it's it's um it's 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 good and also I, not, I wouldn't say bad it's not bad but like it's it's good but it, it really makes you think oh like you said self-checking yourself yeah. it's like it's like you know oh, i wish i could do that or yeah, you know yeah. oh, they, have they done that whatever the blah blah and like it does make you it, it does breed that competitiveness a little bit yeah. i think in me because i'm just like right well I also feel a little bit like, and this is one thing that I, that I really, really, I think for me, I, I, I don't 
ever like being in a position whereby I can't I can't walk the path that I expect if that makes sense yeah, yeah and I think yeah. the thing is 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 there's lots of business owners out there that don't know how the, the till works or don't yeah. know how this is done or how to lay a brick wall or whatever this kind of stuff and I, and I, and I don't want to ever kind of be in that position because I think it causes a lot of resentment in the company I think sometimes yeah, I, mean, I used to talk about this in when I used to do management and I remember someone saying that the best boxer isn't taught by the best boxer he's taught by a really good coach mm-hmm. yeah. so you don't have to be the best at doing that skill Specific set thing. as long as you can get the best out of the, the people and if they can see that that's all that that's matters really right. well, it, yeah. Mourinho who used to be the manager of Chelsea never been a professional footballer in his life yeah yeah. he used to be the translator for British footballers going abroad <laughs> really? <laughs> and he's obviously just yeah. heard football and been stood around because obviously people manage football clubs and can't speak the language of the majority of the team so you just hear tactics day in day out day in day out you don't well never never been a professional footballer but it's absorbing all of that information isn't it and it's you know so it's I get I I totally get where you come from I I had that kind of feeling a few times when I was managing the painters and I'd love like Paul Norton who's like really really good at painting they'll be like Nat Slynn and they've both gone off to heavy metal now I think Paul's in the uh, specialist design studio and they're painting stuff I could never do Mm. but they still respected what I could do absolutely Um, and if I said to him oh you know are you able to do like another 10 of those in in the same kind of time and he'll be like I think so I mean I'm not sure I'm like well I know I could do that but I can't do it to your level Mm. I'm asking can you do that in that time to your level you'll be like mm, maybe you need an extra couple of days that's fine because I can get you an extra couple of days so you'll have that kind of conversation and yeah, yeah. you squeeze it out but I never felt at any point that um, and I, 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 I but I used to get this kind of feeling like <laughs> do they hate me do they think yeah, I'm an I know, idiot yeah. <laughs> yeah, cause I, cause I'm like you'll see projects come in or you'll see specs come in and like, that's an amazing idea or blah, blah blah but it's like for me I, I, I just I don't want to be in a position of ignorance to what the expectation is and also at the same time I don't want to expect something of somebody without the ability to have a conversation with them and speak to them you know and help them it really it's just about aiding as much as possible the team member and just saying well like you know like there was an example the other day about one of the team wasn't sure how to magnetise a redemptive dreadnought and I was like right well you can do this 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 there's this option there's this option and I imagine not having that knowledge of how to do it but being in a position of giving that to somebody and I'm just like I, I don't I, I find it really it almost causes me anxiety to, yeah, to be yeah, in like yeah. a position where I can't help as much as I yeah. can or I can't aid someone that maybe doesn't have that and that's that I don't know but it's it's a real difficult thing you see stuff come into the studio and you're like holy cow like you know that is, that's amazing how have they done that and I'll yeah. dive into the recipe I'll have a little I'll read of it just to, to make sure so I can if that then comes down the line in six, 3, 6, 12, 18, 24 months I can at least answer yeah. the question with confidence yeah. i think is the thing you know yeah i d- definitely remember paul and nat were saying that they wanted to do more they wanted to get into heavy metal and they're like well how do we do that and i was and and, and as a, i suppose as a manager just like you know what i don't know i'll find out uh so i had a chat with my boss and i said you know is it worth like chatting to like heavy metal see if they've got any like projects because they're always behind because they had so much to do and you know they'd probably put a bit too much effort in some things than they should have done so things overran a bit so there was always like a few projects that were like put on the back burner and stuff and in the end uh, Hannah her name is she used to do the scheduling she managed the painters I think she still does she just came up like yeah we've got loads of projects that need doing I was like if could, could we like give them to Paul and that and then they get like critiqued and stuff and that that was there in so I then went I've given you the option now and you now need to go and talk to people that know what they're doing to get feedback yeah um and that worked for them and then that's I guess that's how they got their their foot in the door to to heavy metal 
I couldn't teach them how to paint to heavy metal levels. I mean, I've sat with heavy metal painters and listened to them and it's gone, ah, da, 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 da. it's dry brushing. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing, nothing worse than being sat with experts and you know it's not going in. <laughs> it's, it, it, yeah, it's, I, you know, I, um, I, people are going to roll their eyes. I was in the military for 10 years right. and I spent a month as a, um, I spent a month as a dog on a helicopter in Northern Ireland. Mm-hmm. I got in a helicopter every day and got my gear ready, set my weapon, set the machine gun up, and look at these two guys every day for a month virtually. I still don't understand how you start a helicopter or how you make it fly. It's got a big handle. Yeah, it just sort of a big handle in the middle. Yeah, but you know they get, they get, yeah, they get in and they get in, and you can hear the chatter because you're all on the same headset. And they go and yep and blah, 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 and and you just and then you know sometimes I would you'd go, have a go up over and you go. Well, that hand's doing that, but that hand's doing something. And you just think, I don't yeah. understand how that works. And yeah, you think, yeah. Well, if you sat in a car with somebody for a month and sort of watch, you went, oh, the, it sounds a bit different. And then you did that and it now sounds lower. Yeah. But it, the, it's awful when you're with it, where you, you watch or you're near experts and you just think, I'm just out of my Yeah. It's like, like watching someone play a guitar. I'm just like, yeah, I know. I'm just like, tickling I, it on. I know you can tw- <laughs> you're twanging pieces of wire, but I still don't understand how that works. <laughs> you know? yeah. It's like when my wife, my wife, what is obsessed with um she really love astro loves astrophysics right okay and watches loads of stuff about it really into it and um i hear the manager just go yeah they just there was one the other day she was watching like an hour-long video about the explanation and understanding of black holes and, uh, and all the rest of it and i was just you like, know what you need brian cox he's yeah, the best i always said if i ever won the lottery i would hire brian cox and hire a cinema and then watch interstellar with him, that sex, but you know, with the ability to pause it, yeah, you know, yeah. right then, Brian, what's that? <laughs> like that yeah. Off you go to your A board, get yeah. to <laughs> it, You know, it's like, oh, you know, Richard Gray, you know, the paint. Yeah. I, I love Richard Gray, but I never get to the end of it and go, oh, God, I picked up four good tips there. I just get to the end of it and go, well, that was gorgeous. <laughs> yeah. I'm not the wiser. Yeah, he's a phenomenal, phenomenal painter. Like, he's just like, he's, yeah, he's been And it's not like he's not approachable. It's not like he sits no, there and solid, talks yeah. jargon. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But you just sit there and go, you, you bend paint around and light in a way yeah. that my brain just doesn't comprehend that. So yeah. I never come away and go, right then, what did Richard say? <laughs> yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. I love him. I love his work. He's astounding, but I don't, I don't take anything away from me. It's yeah, like watching Usain Bolt to go, he's ran that 100 metres, but it doesn't mean I've gone, oh, now I'll give it a crack. I know, I know right? exactly how you, feel, uh, how you feel, because exactly what you were saying about Jose Mourinho a minute ago, I have no, in, no knowledge or understanding of football at all whatsoever, and, and I, I know the name, but I don't know anything about my, him. My brother has tried explaining the offside rule to me so many times, I'm just like... <laughs> I, I don't know, I'm, I, I know that, but yeah. I don't... <laughs> I'm just like, so what... So, Explain it again. I'm out there with like dice trying to like. So if this guy's here and that guy's there and the ball goes, what? Well, you see, as coming from Liverpool, you understand the offside rule before you can learn to read. <laughs> I suppose, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, in, it's in your genes. It's in literally. <laughs> so, I mean, with um, uh, Siege as well, you, you offer tuition, which is really yeah, interesting. Yeah. And you've been doing that a while now? Uh, I think physical class is eight years, I think. Yeah. Um, and then online, probably about three or four, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. About yeah. That. So, so how do you find the online versus the physical? How they Because I've obviously started doing some one-to-one tuition. Yeah, I'm always yeah. like super like, was that all right? Did they get the money's worth? I feel really bad. <laughs> yeah, I know exactly what you mean. Because the thing is, 
one thing that became very evident from sort of teaching physical classes is people do learn in a whole plethora of different ways uh, and like physical class is great for some people like yeah. they, you know I'm very much a visual learner so it's the same as a lot of people in, in, that come on classes and they have to be there next to you or sit sit and watch you do each step go away do it come back to, to learn whereas others you just can explain the steps and they'll go got it yeah. uh, and so like online works really well for those individuals and even with like visual learners like you can flip the camera you can kind of yeah. show your hands yeah. and things like that so there is there is there is that thing i think youtube videos are great for a certain amount of learning and if you can extrapolate from them the steps to give you the path to create the, the end result then that's amazing um but i think physical physical classes are definitely great for certain people yeah. um Online tuition is also is also a really good medium for people that maybe aren't in the same country that can't come to yeah, a physical class yeah. or can't come to a class or whatever the case may be. Um, you're you're very right on what you said about making sure the person sort of like is that okay? Or, yeah. I, I, I still get that now. Like yeah. I, I I ask the question so many times. Oh, have you got that? Do you understand that? Yeah, whatever. Yeah. It becomes annoying. I think sometimes. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, but I'd yeah. rather yeah. cross check that many times so that for me I know that person's going away with everything they need yeah. to be able to do it. Yeah, um, it's it's a real difficult one again you get that the imposter syndrome where you're like okay i've got to help this person and yeah. like you know and ask the right ask the right questions and prompt the right questions and guide the right way and show the right thing and yeah it's but it's reassurance for you as well as them isn't it uh, yes. a little yeah. bit yeah because yeah, yeah. you yeah. think if they if you spent ages saying all of these things and it wasn't going in you'd you'd feel bad if he walked out and yeah. walked away from it and they hadn't got what they paid for so yeah it's, yeah you, I, you know yeah it's for them of going oh yeah i think i have got it or no can you tell me that bit again but i yeah. always think it's i'm like that with haircuts it's always like is that what you want is that exactly how you wanted it because if they walked away and they went home and they went look at the state of that <laughs> it wouldn't just be the fact that you know you might never see them again i'd be disappointed yeah. that they paid for it and it wasn't what yeah, they yeah, asked yeah, for, yeah, you know, yeah. no you're, you're bang on with that and yeah like, i think that's the thing is like making sure the person does grow from that session is is the, the sole most important thing mm -hmm. and if you i don't mind sometimes like if even if you get to the end of the hour to about whatever it is you're spending time with them even if they need a five minute recap like just to go over mm -hmm. certain key things i think that even if you go over a little bit and just give a little bit more i think the value that that gives to the person yeah, is, 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 is huge I, fa I found most of my one-to-ones i i, I I'd usually do two hours. Mm. Uh, sometimes uh, there's, there's a guy in the States who's like, I can't do two hours. Can I do an hour here and an hour there? And I was like, yeah. I don't like doing that because it like screws up the uh, the, the, type, the, the day because I'm yeah, trying yeah. to fit people in. But yeah, I'm absolutely fine to do it um, from time to time. I'm looking at doing actually just single slots now. Um, I said I was starting the new year, but we've just been busy. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm constantly like 20 minutes after I'm done going, and then there's this thing you can I can show. You. There's this thing I feel like a Ken Dodd comedy show because he just yeah. never ends. He's renowned for never ending. That's right. And yeah. my wife's going, that was like an extra half hour. They're getting their money's worth out of you, aren't they? I was like, yeah. Well, I feel bad because you know I've got all this stuff and they've asked a question. I don't want to like not answer it. But yeah, I'm, I'm awful. I should like be a bit more sort of not cutthroat. No, just a bit I, more I like, get what you mean. No, but a bit more laser focused. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I, th I think that there is, I think sometimes in situations like that, it's about give and take. I think you know if you've got a reoccurring student that's coming back to you loads and loads and loads, yeah. then of course, like you yeah. know, if it's a I put it in not hopefully not a crude way, but if it's a one and done, then literally like you know. I would probably advocate more going down the route of just working, sticking to the time yeah, frame and, yeah. and budgeting in the five minutes at the end into the fifth, into the hour to so give them 55 and do a recon, like a check at the end. Um, because in that way, at least you can close off the session basically going, right, well, 
I've answered all the questions yeah. that I knew that they're going to yeah. ask. They've, yeah. they've not thrown any curveballs. They've not asked something that's then extended the session. But and you feel you put you kind of put in an awkward position where you're like, 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 I, sorry, I don't want to answer that. You know, yeah, like, yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah. And, you, and you don't want to end end the session yeah. like that. So, yeah. But I think just a quick five minute reconvene is a really good way just to make sure and just say, right, we've covered this, 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 this. Any questions about any of that? No. Tick. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anything else that you want to ask just quickly before we finish up? And then that normally solves it for. And you you don't have that kind of a. <gasps> Oh, yeah, I asked yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like to say, well, it's peace, it's peace of mind in both directions, isn't it? Really? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, obviously, background in recruitment. Yes, you've got a huge team now. <laughs> kind of I was actually looking when I was making a, a, a tea for Jeff. I was like, I'll have a quick look to see how many people are on it because I looked the, uh, last night and you said you got about ten, but there's loads of people the, around that, isn't there? The website is not actually accurate. Oh, is it not? No, oh, okay, uh, at, but in in the sense of there's way more that's on the <laughs> website. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so yeah. So wow. Just for context, so uh, Joe's my ops manager joined in eight, uh, May of 2019, hmm. um, and when he turned up to the office, he literally he obviously like I, I, like what I'm aware of now people have a, a, a presumption or expectation of what siege is uh, etc but back then even then he thought that I had a few people in the office so he turned up on his first day and he, he got came into, into the room and he's like um, where, where is everyone and I went it's just me dude and he went he went what I was, I was like, it's just me um, and uh, and then since then we obviously took on a few extra office team but the painting team has steadily grown over the years, so we're up to just over 70 team members now. Wow, yes. wow. Yeah. that is a lot. Whoa, yeah. whoa, whoa. I didn't um, think you were going to say that number. No, yeah. I was thinking 20, 30. No, it's, <laughs> That's it's, impressive. So it's split across, because yeah. Siege has got different brands, so you've got obviously yeah. the Warrior team, you've got the Siege, uh, yeah. Siege core team, you've got the Senior team, and then you've got Custom Service, which is another whole other part of the, of the brand. Um, it has its own team. So across those four different teams within Siege, you've got over 70 individuals That's on amazing. the tools, and then on top of that, you've got the office team as well. So why so, are you running total? Uh, probably uh, mid 70s 80 80 at the moment total team complement so there's a question how many painters are they on roughly on average do they have a games workshop uh, oh that's grown since I was there it's, it's going to be they've got more than, than us I'm sure I don't think so I think like yeah, there's, there's about 10, ten uh, in the one world scenery team so the exhibition guys are, I'd, I'd probably say about 10 but then you see, have some people that work for Forge World sitting in there right, okay. so I'd probably say it's about 50 50 so, painters because last I think I thought there was about 20 in the main heavy metal team and then, and then yeah that's great and then, yeah. and then, oh, of course I didn't even consider heavy metal I was thinking the army painting teams no because so, no, well, yeah, I, okay. I, I was talking about the, the, the different brand but I just I thought yeah. I, there must have been total more than us definitely I think it might, be, it might be the same because yeah. a lot of work from home as well so it's hard so when I was there it was hard to actually put a pinpoint like who still worked for the business who didn't because some people would still work from home but they're still employed but then you're not seeing for years mm. those, those two or two or three I say two or three years during the Covid thing it, it, it it's just crazy honestly yeah. like yeah. everything like it's just crazy and so to, to i say this to the guys in the office it's, it feels like they've been with the business way longer but in reality it's only three years yeah and it's like it feels like it's been five yeah because yeah. that period of time because it was so intense and it was very busy and obviously everyone was just, you know separated and everything it, it felt like time it, it was like a time like everyone yeah. feels like the, the, the time has just gone so much slower than it, it is weird because I, I feel I was working in warmer TV for longer than I was because I started two weeks after my child was born right uh, and he's like five and a half wow. I feel like it's seven <laughs> I feel like I was in warmer TV for seven years at least but like it's only five and a half yeah. or was five and a half I can't keep saying we and um, <laughs> but I'm not there anymore um, but it was it was bizarre to, to think that oh it was only five years I thought it was yeah. longer than that um, but yeah Covid really did yeah it's it, flip it, people's it's I, I crazy you've seen that movie where they did the earth stood still I, yeah. I, I think it's that I think that's what happened 
I think you might be we're right. All, we all got paused. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we all got put on pause. Yeah. But but like, this is the thing. Like so, it, it, so, the growth of Siege has been has been really mental for me. Like and and it was only in the last year or so where the, I think what we were talking before we started. Like. It, I because I live, eat, sleep, breathe it every day, mm. and it is literally like it is like my child. I don't have kids at the minute, and 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 for me, I I see it the same every day, which is good and bad. Like because it's obviously way further on from where I started it, so my my treatment and perception of it needs to be way more suited to where it's at now. Yeah, so that's a yeah. thing to always. I always have to check that, and always have to stay in line with that because it's very easy to remember it when it was just me in a flat above a chemist yeah. or, you know, before yeah. I got the office and before obviously the team grew and all that kind of stuff. Um, but now it's like, it, it, it is this crazy thing that like, if you'd have said to me all those years ago, this is a flash of where it's going to be, a vision of where it's going to be in the future. Like, I'd be like, holy, holy, holy crap. Like there's no way. Like, yeah. That's, that's yeah, just yeah. mental, you know, like, and, and, you know, um, but I think that's testament to the industry, and it is testament to the way that the industry is growing. I think it's mm. testament to the way that the, that what we do uh, as a business is being perceived more as an actual proper professional service, yeah. Yeah. Um, as well, which is what I've been trying to fly the flag for for many, many years. Um, and, and yeah, you know, uh, it's, it's 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 crazy. Yeah, like, it's crazy. Yeah, I mean, I think back to like workshop. I mean, that was the same. It started off as like guys selling things out of a caravan, and now look at it. It's yeah, like a multi-million business that's got signed up deals to like amazon or whether that will ever happen or not we don't know but you know you know the, the way that and you've got to move from those small business mentalities to larger corporations and i know from my experience of being there there's, there's that kind of like you're at that point in the in in the road where it's really bumpy because it's like it there's a lot of old small business mentalities clashing with right. corporate big corporation mentalities yeah. and none seem to like gel particularly well. Sometimes you get the odd department that seems to be all right and then someone will move into that department and it'll all be shaken up and everyone's like really unhappy and you know that probably explains why there's a few people jumping ship at the moment because right. they're not enjoying it or it's just like not what they expected it to be but but yeah it's it's definitely that, that moving from small to big and you've gone through that and yeah, keep on pushing. It sounds like you're doing great. Uh, uh, yeah, we, we, it's, it's, it's really interesting. Like you know, I was saying like when people we obviously recruit for painters and stuff. Like I, I try and just be like, well, it, you know, it's, I don't have to. I'm not demean it, but I just try and basically come across like, well, treat it as if it was someone who was joining five, six years ago. But the yeah. reality is, is their perception of where Siege is at is is, is very, very, very different to 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 where. Yeah, you know it is, and um, you know, and and that's the, that's the real interesting thing. It's kind of like managing that expectation now on a on a day to day basis, and managing that kind of understanding of where we're at. You know, it's it's it's, it's very interesting, yeah. and, and it's hard to live every yeah. day. So. <laughs> How are you doing for time, by the way, Jeff? With sounds, I was going to say though, because um, the the questions have bumped right up since the last lockdown. Yes, yeah, so so I've got. Should uh, we ask? Uh, I was going to ask some questions. Yeah, I, I was going to uh, see if uh, any of our fans. And yeah, yeah, asked the yeah. same question, but okay. that's jumped up, blooming it. Yeah. So uh, I'm gonna go, I won't go through all of them, guys. So I'll try my best, but we, we are. Uh, Jeff is on a, a, a bit of a timeline I'm, I'm, now. I'm on, I'm on my lunch break, basically. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got Richard Rose. Yeah. Um, uh, oh no, uh, he's just saying people being on the best behaviour. So uh, that's my, my. It's gone weird. I don't know why it's doing this. Do you want me to go? Do you want me to start? No, no it's fine. It's just it keeps saying something went wrong. It keeps oh, popping yeah, right. up. Uh, right. So James Tarrant saying, does painting at a consistently high level regularly start to feel easier? Do you feel like you only have to push, say, like the last 25% on the model for a professional finish? Or do you still get halfway through the mini before the real concentration sets in? Um, I, a mindset with painting, I think, is something that I'm, I, I would advocate that you, if you always think like a 
paint the shop as neat as best I can. I think you'll maintain that consistent execution as you do it. Um, obviously, as a model starts to come to life, you get kind of like more invested into it and you start seeing the finished result of where you see it yeah. getting to. I think painting high level, it's a, it's a really interesting saying or explanation of it, but like really painting high level, and that's again with this whole caveat of art being art. Um, if you approach it in the mindset of neat as sharp as best I can, you'll half of the battle is kind of won yeah, if, you, yeah, if, yeah. If, you, if you get it uh, get what I mean and and I think yeah it doesn't get so much draining I think that you like any process or like any uh, exercise the more times you do it I mean repetition is the mother of success so the more the more that you do it the, the easier inherently it does become yeah. and hopefully the quicker it becomes yeah, because yeah. you refine how you do it to a way that gets the result as quick as possible yeah. without sacrificing the quality aspect of it um it can do. If there's a model that you know, I've been there, where you've been, I've been painting a model to a to a high standard, and you you you're on the eighth highlight stage across all the armor, and he's got more armor than you could possibly yeah. imagine, you know. And you're just like, oh, I've been there. I know what it yeah, feels yeah, like, yeah, you know. Yeah. But I think if you have something else by the side that you just pick up and like, right, okay, well, I'm gonna just spend five minutes just slap chopping this or just yeah, whatever yeah. you know and yeah. it, you, you you're then feeding the different part of the yeah. of the what you need as a painter and it's what you're like trying a to cleanser, yeah. isn't it? yeah it is yeah yeah very much which is so. why i find it really sad that it's me from like when i was saying workshop light has it's split into 40k and age of sigma i'm, I'm, I'm i always used to like have that yeah, break you talked about this before yeah, didn't yeah, you yeah, that like, you enjoyed being able to bounce between yeah because you know. if i was like like if i was doing 40k like a, an army for 40k at home I might do a bit of Lord of the Rings or a bit of Napoleonics and stuff like that and then like the next week it'll be Age of Sigma or Warhammer or whatever mm -hmm. so you had like a nice bit of a it was always fresh it was yeah, always yeah. something new it was always scenery as well whereas now it's a very sort of like you must do this you, you can forever still, you can still do that within range I mean you can yeah. still pick up like demons or nids you know and then I know they're still science fiction, but they're still, like, or even like other uh, manufacturers' games or whatever the case may be, you can still pick up stuff that is just a little bit different and, and it will help with that palette cleanse yeah. as well. Yeah. Um, so I've got almost a bit of a two-part one from Jack Bellaby. Uh, do you have any of your painters painting for you in-house in the studio or all your guys freelance working from home? Would love to have my own commission studio one day. Uh, also, how much uh, has your price changed since starting out? Uh, so there's quite a few bits of that. So uh, yeah, yeah so we got we got we got, we got internal team, and we also have obviously external team. Like I, if all cards, like if if we were all in one building, COVID would have killed the business. Yeah, because you just you, you can't yeah. all be in, in 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 the room. So yeah, we do have internal team. We do have obviously external team. So we have different people that work in different places, um, which is quite good for just flexibility for different for lots of different things. Um, uh, the other part of it was about uh, pricing, I think it was. Wasn't yeah, pricing. Yeah. How much has it changed since starting out? Yeah, so so when I started, obviously, I, I, I geared the name Siege at being a certain type of quality level from when I started it. Uh, I wanted it to be a, a, a quality that people would be very happy to receive and, and also pay a fairly decent amount of money for. Um, and then obviously, look, as the industry's got bigger, bigger and busier and obviously as the team's grown and the company's grown and the skill level within the team has grown massively as well, um, then, yeah, that we have... We have price increases like any business yeah uh, i treat it like a commercial entity uh we have price reviews we check prices to make sure that you know you're not painting 500 scales on a on a on a skink for for something that you can't uh, we obviously review everything just because yeah. you have to as a business yeah, you, you know um, you know short time and, isn't it as well and and yeah exactly uh, uh so yeah we we just review review it accordingly and tweak and move it depending if needed to yeah so, so yeah that's good. Uh, so we've got um, Paul Hopkinson. Do you get lots of requests for commissions and do you have to be selective based on capacity to, com to complete? If so, how do you choose? That's a really good one. Uh, we we do get lots of inquiries. Uh, but the the thing, we, what we do with that is we just, we, we 
do all inquiries. We quote everything, obviously. We don't want to turn away business. Uh, no, I don't think any company would. But but the the, the it, there are things, obviously, that we may look at and be like, right, okay, well, there's look, there's a whole plethora of different uh, different types of miniatures out there. You've got some that you know maybe the the cast isn't very good, or maybe that the print isn't very good, or, or all these kind of things. Like so, there are things that we might do, and this is before we go down the realms of things that perhaps may not be suitable to be painted for various reasons. Uh, you know, like for example, something that could be perceived the wrong way or mm. whatever. Like I, yeah. at the end of the day. Siege's got a reputation and um, we're a business and I don't want to do anything that would yeah. jeopardise or damage that, you know. So Swap stickers on space marines. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad you said it and not me. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, I knew so, what you were getting at. I was It's not the worst, but it's... Yeah, it's, well, yeah. But, uh, yeah it's not the worst thing we've been asked for. But, uh, but, well, that's the problem with 3D printers now, though. Yeah. The world's your lobster, isn't it? Yeah, there, there, is, there is that, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think that's the, that being selective is... I wouldn't say we're selective. I'd say that we, we, we'll paint anything. Now, we're stigmatised 40k studio which is uh, as much as it's great because it's a very strong dominant game um lots of the team like bolt action they like infinity they like malifaux they yeah. like you know all, all these other game systems and, and miniatures that are out there you know even like hero forge characters for your D &D, you know, yeah, or, yeah. Or, or like in napoleonics but i think you know different different demographics go to different mediums to get their models done or i think for example like there are certain companies that have been going for a long time doing specifically napoleonics as an example like you know and it'd be lovely to paint all those types of models but we do get asked for a certain certain type of model and a certain game system quite a lot and, yeah. and yeah. if that business is there then obviously that's the that's the core business of the company I mean you know? I'd love to do, um, at some point it will happen I'll make it happen I'd like to do more stuff that's a bit varied but we get more views with the 40k stuff which is a shame and you, you know we, we've got to grow our business but I'd like to expand and even if it's like a feature here and there so I totally get yeah, yeah. you've got a business yeah. to run and you need to make sure it works yeah. so uh, Andrew Haring is and asking the tough questions and I, I'm, I'm, I'm all for this <laughs> how does James feel about a nice brown rim are you a black rim guy or a brown rim guy see when you go into an art gallery uh, <laughs> they've all got black frames on normally and and for me uh, I like black base rims I, the, way I, the way I do it is this black base rims for, for display models yep. Brown base rims if you if you want into for game yeah you know um, having said that a black base rim is way easier to touch up if you've been manhandling it than a brown base rim because you see that brown base rim straight straight yeah, away yeah and also so, usually the, the the plastic is black so when your finger rubs the black off you don't really you don't, it's yeah, been sprayed it, white before exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there is that yeah. that's not a bad, but, bad yeah, observation it, yes. you're still not going to change my mind brown, <laughs> brown. <laughs> uh, so Ashley McDowell what do you think the best skill technique to work on uh, for to take someone painting skill to the next level from a beginner so how, how how does someone what 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 what's the best skill or technique to work on to to increase your skill set i think pressure management with the brush is quite an important one it's something that we often overlook um we often get asked oh, do you always use like bigger brushes for this or smaller brushes for this or you know you know if you're painting this part of a model do you use this like depending on where you place the pressure on a brush tip so obviously if you're doing fine fine detail work most even even size five size sixes when i used to own artist opus or be one of the owners like i i you know you i would massively be an advocate of like a bigger brush you can still do lots of stuff with yeah uh, and if it's got a really sharp tip on it you can still do stuff like freehand and all these kind of things so mastering pressure management and if you put pressure just specifically on the tip of the brush to draw straight sharp lines or little sigils all this kind of stuff you've still got a huge brush behind it yeah. but the moisture retention of that brush head means the tip will work for longer yeah. typically um being able to to 
apply the pressure to the brush head differently to get different shapes, different layering, the, the control of the pigment, push the pigment in a certain way, all that kind of stuff. That is a skill which you, sh you can get a bit of plastic card and just sit there practicing, maybe even paint around, drawing straight lines with a big brush and you'll develop such more muscle memory on, the, mm. on your hand as a result of that. And it transfers directly to layering, blending, uh, freehanding, edge highlighting with a tip rather than the side, yeah. all that kind of stuff. It's a huge thing that you should master pressure management on whatever brush you're using. Um, because when you go from a big brush down to like a size triple zero, if you've mastered the, the pressure management on the tip and you can do yeah. really sharp stuff with a big brush, this is like a scalpel, you know, and it, it helps hugely with yeah. with, with yeah. You know what? That as you, when you hear advice from people and uh, you know good painters on all over YouTube as you do, I can't remember last time I heard that. Mm. A really, really nice one, man. Yeah, I can't remember last time I heard someone saying that. Cheers, Dave. Yeah. That's good. Uh, what's your favourite outlet to unwind outside of painting work, if any? This is from Weather This. So I got my dogs as a distraction from work, and then I got super into dog training. So Ooh, it kind of yeah. became like it became a bit of a hobby just doing that. And then yeah, so my, my dogs are, are, yeah. the, are, the, are the outlet for me away from 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 the world of Warhammer. And then what are their names again? Well, I say I got away from Warhammer. Um, <laughs> so I've got a rescue. One's a rescue and one's I, I had from a puppy. So my Doberman that's a, I got from a puppy, I called Dante. Yeah, nice. And conveniently, the other one's called Rogue. So it kind of has a bit of a sneaky rogue trader kind of yeah, like yeah, vibe yeah, going yeah. on. So yeah. Well, so, Dante's a nice name for a Doberman. Yeah, he is. a good fit. Honestly, it was purely what sounds great from 40k that I can shout down a park without looking weird. Yeah, that's kind of like, that's kind of like the thing. The Call the betrayer. Yeah, you can't <laughs> shout. You can't shoot, shoot like, yeah, and you start shouting like Sonesh or Zinch or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a, yeah, but no, yeah. So my dogs are, are the outlet from Warhammer for me. Oh, yeah. nice. Uh, L Smith saying, what's the most expensive commission you've ever had? And do any famous people get stuff commissioned by you? I can't say no i didn't think uh, you would. yeah i can't say obviously <laughs> anything like that um i won't deny or confirm yeah. but that gives it leaves it open to interpretation um but yeah uh commission values again trying to remain as professional as possible We're, we are obviously a premium studio we are expensive i've never hidden that you know we we do have extremely skilled painters that work for us high figures are the highest figure is a high figure you know um, yeah. and it's and it wasn't just for like one model it was for a, for a big huge army all yeah, painted yeah. to a super high level when you wow well, yeah yeah so it's yeah it's 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 an honor and a privilege to work on stuff like that yeah so, bet, yeah, so yeah yeah absolutely uh, uh this is from eric uh langenbach uh or langenbach so murdered your name do apologize what is the most commonly requested spec um, that you have and it's the other one is do they usually say here's the money so long as or some kind of praise <laughs> Uh, I, so like we've gone through a phase of like we follow the meta quite nicely so like when someone when certain factions in popular we get lots of projects for that like for example the lion you know has, has come out so everyone's jumping on the the 20 attacks crazy maniac that is the lion at the minute you know yeah, yeah, um, yeah. you know which is great um but no generally but it's a we'll get a real nice blend of people that just generally want something for their shelf that they love the character or they love the army or love the faction or people that game with their mates and really want uh, the next addition to their force or something like that. we get a really nice blend i wouldn't say there's we've got we've with custom service we've gone through a phase where we've done one tigress the red wake and then the people want loads of tigress red wakes you know so we've had stuff like that um but um but it does vary you know mm. it does it does really vary from 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 month to month or week to week we get asked for one thing will not be asked for for ages yeah, and then all of a yeah. sudden you'll get like 1500 of them come through and people are like oh the rules must have changed yeah yeah, yeah you know yeah. so like you know it's it happens like that but it's it's great you get loads of variety which i think is is a, is really good and also very 
sort of privilege yeah. to have that off. Uh, I get that where they like, suddenly hear couldn't you go yeah I can imagine what, what football has gone and had yeah. their hair yeah. 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 <laughs> I'll, I'll ask a couple more and then uh, um, I know you've got to skip yeah, yeah, to stuff okay, uh, we've got face and bases a good one I was going to ask this myself actually uh, which is hi James huge fan of the studio and the quality it produces any tips for ensuring that the minis reach their destination fully intact do you varnish your commission yeah so everything's everything's fully varnished like again it, the, I always I'd, I'm, something I really want to say is like I like whether one thing to take away is correct model etiquette and it's something that i try and in and it sounds really like i don't want to sound like a snob or anything but like if someone's invested loads of time into their models whether they're doing it for tabletop or whatever like just handle the model by the base rim like it's so easy to just pick the model up by the base rim like touching the model whether it's varnished or not is still going to do some kind yeah, of yeah. damage to the model yeah. in some way shape or form you don't know if there's a pinned weapon or like an arm is maybe magnetized on and then the arm yeah. falls on the floor like, so we always in in the studio we always make sure that models are moved around like media like in in qc and all the different departments they're always moved around by the base rim or they're moved on the tray etc but but yeah just move the model by the base um and and just look after the yeah. model as best as possible we used to have issues with that with photography and sometimes it was just inevitable things would get knocked off because they were moving so many there'll be like setups of like 400 yeah. figures and you, inevitably <laughs> someone's going to end up knocking an arm off or whatever yeah I, I i don't know about you i find like the citadel and most of the round beveled bases are quite hard to grab sometimes i really like the legion ones because they're quite they're sort of like that yeah, yeah. and they're chunky and I, and I can pick them up better whereas like sometimes i'd like my fingers would slide a bit when you're trying to pick up like the 20, yeah, and, 25 and, mil ones and i mean the 25s are quite difficult like, yeah. i think the bigger the base size it is easier to get, yeah, like, absolutely, get that, yeah. that, that sort of more at chamfered or angled thing but yeah you, i just move it kind of close to the edge put your hand yeah and yeah just, and then it's gonna yeah, go yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like yeah, you, know, um, you know the thing they used to have when you see any uh control rooms in second world war yeah yeah. <laughs> I mean, we did do that once for like one apocalypse shoot where we had to use like a broom handle to move some of the stuff along just to get it. Because this is the problem. Like Generally, this. most of my games involves me taking them off with a brush. <laughs> well, because you'd have the camera, you'd set it up, and you'd have like the because you couldn't have like certain things obscuring others. So you'd have you'd have like this setup, and it was like, oh, that unit's right in front of that building. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Uh, Robert Brook he's asked a couple but I'm going to go with this one slap chop yay or nay yeah 100% like, yeah, I, I, I thought I, you might I, I don't think that, that like there's no such thing as a bad painting technique if it, there, it's a, it's, it's whether it's fit for the purpose or task at hand yeah. if you want to game your mates and get an army on the table in like a, whatever, a really short time frame nothing wrong with it at all yeah, whatsoever. Yeah, if you're entering Golden Demon or any like painting competition probably not the way to approach it I think it's just choosing the right medium for what you want to use it for yeah. I think as opposed to having some having like any kind of like oh I don't like that um, it's very similar to paints as well I think people will very quickly label a paint as bad it's almost like just just take an example like um you know there could be a green that's quite you know quite thin for example maybe doesn't layer quite well mm. um great for glazing yeah yeah terrible yeah. for blocking in you know yeah, yeah, like yeah. you know i think it's it's very easy oh that paint's terrible it's not it's just it's not right for the job find one that that yeah. is is good for yeah that, you know, i agree i i used to I used to hear a lot of things about like pallid witch flesh you folks in the studio used to call it pallid witch chalk because it's quite chalky perfect for dry brushing so good for dry brushing i used to use it all well, the time it's a tool for every job isn't it exactly yeah, yeah, it, yeah. yeah but you know i mean i still used it for layering and stuff yeah, yeah. Uh, and the last one which is quite a good one as well well they're all good uh alari uh alari yeah is there a non-hobby product that the studio swears by aside from glues wood filler etc a product not directly marketing towards miniature hobbyists uh that you use extensively throughout the studio um uh, there's, there's lots tea. Of, yeah tea, yeah, tea. <laughs> lots and lots of tea yeah yeah um tea i mean uh i think 
for, for uh, when you say not hobby, not hobby related, I mean, I take it obviously as a different different product. I mean, just a good light is is mm, you know yeah. whether whether you're for, for painting, it's you know it's fundamental. Um, you know, I, I I like the painting lights. Like for reading, sometimes you put them on the dimmer settings, and it's just like the perfect vibrancy just to read without straining your eyes. Um, if I was to say a hobby one, I'd probably say like a really good Tupperware. Yeah. Um, I, I I'm a huge advocate of a Tupperware wet palette. I think there's loads of virtues to it over a preordained one. Um, uh, yeah, I think a, yeah. a good Tupperware. You know, you'll be in TK Maxx Tupperware aisle for hours looking, finding the right one. It's like yeah, that yeah. scene in Harry Potter with the wand. You know, like, you know, <laughs> it just you know, calls um, to you. My my palette, I often in paint with or whenever. When I, I remember uh, someone was selling, someone was selling on. It just went. I've got. I've ended up with another extra wet palette. And at that point in time, I'd had a homemade one. Yeah. And I bought it. Was only like a tenner for the second hand red grass one. And I brought it. And I took it. So my painting for painting session with my pal, and I almost felt like I had to open it up behind my hand and not let him see it because he's like <laughs> Tupperware all the way, you know. Yeah. If it can be done, it, you know, he's like, you know, it's like painting handle, yeah, seven, you know, twenty nine, twenty six inch nails, bit of glue gun on the top, bang, and a piece of wood. And I, I'm always the guy who always just buys the gadget because it's just quicker and easier. And I was just, I had this painting palette. And he was like, "What have you got there?" I was like, "It was second hand. I promise, it was second hand." He was like. <laughs> but I'd been. Yeah. You, know, you could have made your own for seventeen pence. <laughs> I'm like, you know, I'm know, but it was yeah I, I do right i think a, a, a good tupperware is, is 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 great for 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 using as a wet palette i think there's loads of virtues and benefits to it um you know again if you've got a pre-made one that's fine you know but i think that sometimes I, I i like when i'm painting i like to have like a quite a large workspace so i can put stuff and mix away from making yeah. something i'm using yeah. and 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 I, I was finding on sort of like smaller ones that like i just it would just become visually distracting mm-hmm. so having a much larger surface that you can just go right i'm going to get this i'm going to put it over here separate it from everything else do what experiment it is that i'm doing to get a certain tone or color or hue or mm. whatever or see how the paint if i get a new paint i'll always go right okay well i'll just put a bit of that on the palette and then away from everything see how it dilutes see how it gets a consistency where i can layer smoothly with it and do like that but having a much reduced size it just i find it quite, quite yeah I've, I've been finding that actually yeah because i've got an army painter one i've been using that a lot weirdly my mate steve gave it me and then we got sent a couple by army yeah, painter yeah. so i've been using them um but i sometimes think oh, i could do a bit more space so, I, I, I just yeah. i'd like a, a big working area because yeah. whether you're neat or whether you're messy on the palette and how you place stuff down or whatever that's fine it's part of the creative process anyway um but just having a, having enough room and scope to be able to go i want to remove that from everything so it's visually when you're looking at colors and all this stuff all the time like having a, a nice uh, an area or a decent size area that you can just remove something away and go like right okay well i'm just going to try that there it just helps visually yeah. separate yourself from it which I, I find so i've got one question yeah uh, before we obviously oh yeah we're you. okay for a while because it yeah, might yeah. go on for a while yeah go on. Um, <laughs> so i i was interested by by commission paint way before um i left the studio and i was thinking well can i can i, can I do that if someone's out there watching this mm-hmm. now when it's aired, how would someone go about getting into working for Siege Studios? Right. Uh, if you don't mind me No, asking. no, it's fine, definitely. It's perfectly fine. It's not a problem. I'm, glad, I'm more than happy to answer it. Um, so I, I don't treat uh, recruitment for the company any different from recruitment when I was recruiting for yeah. a mechanical engineer or any of these things. Like, because I do because I do treat it as a trade and we do look for skills and tangible ability sense, and all that yeah. kind of stuff. Um People still ask the question, why do I have to send a CV when, mm. when I when I apply for it? Because whether it's a freelance thing, whether it's part-time, whether it's full-time, whether it's work, you're still applying for a job. Yeah. And you wouldn't apply for any other job and not apply a CV. It's not that it's tangible. There are things like as much as physical painting ability is really important, um, 
the person behind the brush is just as important yeah, as anything yeah. else and that that is in any industry yeah. like you know so it doesn't that doesn't kind of stop at the door when it enters the realms of commission painting so i'd always ask for a cv a portfolio is obvious you know because we want to see that you can paint a whole host of different things you're gonna have to paint space marines and you have to paint lots of things yeah. that you know are very very popular however um just seeing all the different things if you do paint infinity if you do paint malifo if you do paint bolt action you still want to see that like i think we've had a lot of people that have applied in the past that think they've just got to send us 40k because they see that all we post is a lot what we post a lot of is 40k yeah. i'd rather you send me loads of stuff because then from that we can digest it down and go oh i can see that they can do free-handed kilts on those warriors yeah. you yeah. know well, i can see they've got the ability to do that, that that's really helpful um and then just a bio about yourself like yeah. you know just a, a more about your, your painting background how you got into it you know uh, what things interest you do you hate painting the, the horde armies like are you more like the, the more stuff about you we, we can find out at that in the initial point and that just just email that into yeah. info at siegestudios.co.uk um go through uh, like a, a phone call where we talk about your experience that with your cv and you can see and again I, i'll touch upon it again the cv is really important because it, it you know being frank, like from our recruitment times, if if you were jumping from job to job to job to job to job, that does show something, you yeah, know. And yeah. and it's important to see that that kind of dedication to something, like in any job, you yeah, know. Because yeah. if if you, I don't want being frank, I don't want someone that's going to take a project on and then capitulate a week into doing it, you know. It, yeah, yeah. And we try and be as black and white from the day one, like you know, you are going to have to paint stuff. That quite frankly you don't like the color scheme you might not like the choices by the client you might not this but then you've got to paint that as well as the i'm going to use what i'm biased towards but you've got to paint that as as well as the blood angel army that you never want to give back at the end of the day yeah you know yeah. it's it's very very much they have to be the same as in the uh, the execution you know don't get me wrong i understand and i've been there in the early days when it was just me you get those projects where you're like oh, thank god that one's done you yeah. Know? Oh, and, yeah and i get yeah, that totally yeah. you know i get yeah. that but because we treat it the way we do, you can't look at it and be like, oh, well, I'm not going to do as good a job yeah. on that one because yeah, whatever the case may be, you know. And so, yeah, that, that's essentially... I the mean, I, I am not a fan of painting stone, bone and green skin. And I had to do a Savage Orc army and it was a huge <laughs> army and I hate it. But it needed to be done because it was yeah. working out to put the passion into yeah. it. And you find your ways and stick your favourite music on or whatever. But the, the, the green skin was treated like anything else. You know, I, I give it the same level. So I totally get that. Yeah. yeah. Um, the thing I, I was, sounds very similar to what we used to do when we recruited was we never looked at the miniatures first. We always looked at the cover letter. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And Workshop always expected that. It was like, look at the cover letter, get an idea of the person person's personality make a short list of them then start looking at the the paint jobs yeah because you could be the best painter in the world but you could be a massive heresy and you don't want those in the studio or you could be someone that needs a bit of skill but really nice and really open to development and like feedback and stuff like it's like you know what you th these are skills we can teach you you've 100%. got the right attitude yeah um and that some people always like baffled like how did that person get a job over me because they weren't heresy yeah uh, i'm sorry yeah. <laughs> i'm not saying that there were people out no, there like, I, 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 not that. Better, so, but totally. it's that it's that level of like you i mean we had all sorts of like folks so there was a guy that make, still makes me laugh to this day when i was uh, recruiting for photographers um there was some really people knew what they were what, what it was aimed at there was one guy who just en entered for the job the cover letter was like so uh don't know much about photography uh my mate uh, I, I i got my iphone out and filmed his wedding for him one day to be honest i've never looked at your products they all look a bit weird anyway but you know i thought you know i'll drop in my cv and a uh, cover letter for consideration i was like nope but i really <laughs> like your your honesty <laughs> that's like the most honest cover letter ever i don't don't really do much don't much about photography or your products but hey give us a job and that's <laughs> not what to put in your cover letter in your post <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, no, God. no but i i, I, I totally get what you're saying 
saying, yeah, like it, it is really important. And but again, I think that ties really nicely back to the fact that the way that the industry is still perceived a little bit, you know, it, it, that it is a little bit more less than than a professional yeah. thing, you know. And, and again, if you're doing it with a couple of mates, that's fine. You know, it's not a problem at all whatsoever. But I think when you try and do it seriously, you have to take all aspects of it in that in in that manner, you know, um, because it is it does affect everything else. If you do one part of it, if you don't give it the same the same weight of, of burden that something else i think that it, it does it does affect it yeah. you know um, yeah. which is which is the thing but yeah we're, we're always we're always recruiting I, I had i had someone who found the office before it was before anyone um worked in the office just me i had someone who'd done a paper round in in, in the, the where we are and um they obviously were into warhammer and, and they, they 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 literally knocked on the door and went oh is this, is this studios because i had like the logo on the bell or whatever <sighs> and i went oh no like the pilgrimage has started, yeah, you know. Yeah, like, yeah. I was like, I have to take that off the bell now. Um, um, and he, the kid was like, right, I, I really want to paint for the company. Like, really, really want to paint for the company. And they were very young, obviously doing a paper round. And I was like, well, number one, you have to be eighteen, like yeah. you know, as a thing. But he's like, I, I, can I just paint a model and like just get some feedback and whatever? I was like, yeah, look, you know. Um, he brought a couple of models by. I sat down with him and went, right, here, here's a pad. Right, uh, factual, opinionated. So I went through factual feedback, which is obviously things that are incorrect with the model or, or like mm-hmm. there's, a, there's a sprue still attached to the model or whatever, yeah. blah, 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 um, and opinionated. And then explained, obviously, the difference between the two. Because I think that's one of the things with feedback. Like sometimes when you do get feedback, you, you it gets bombarded at you in a way that you can't digest it because yeah. it's getting hammered at you. Like yeah. you can't, like, so if you say, right, here's here's the factual things, this, 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 this. But if I were painting it, I would have done this. You've done this. I would have done this. You've done this. I've done this. And I think that helps massively with improving yeah. somebody. Yeah. Um, so I done that with him. Gave him from stores another. It was a farce. You know the one with the handouts. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I gave him another one. Went right. All the factual stuff. Improve that and consider the opinionated. And here's a color wheel. Yeah. Um, he brought the model back a couple of weeks later. The difference between that one to that one uh, uh, was okay. just like. Yeah. And then same again. Fresh page in your pad, factual, opinionated. Yeah. See, that, that, that's model. brilliant. That one, yeah. That, that's that's really the interesting cool. thing is like giving feedback is actually quite difficult. It is, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, and we see it a lot on channels and like on Instagram. Like some people just post stuff because they want to post it, but then, but then there's people out there that feel that, well, because they posted it, I can say what I want about it. Yeah. yeah. It's like if they've asked for it, then fair enough. But yeah. there's also a way of delivering it. Um, and I always try and, it's, it's never really a, a poop sandwich, but I try to give the things I see that aren't. That, that need work like you do so I never really thought about it as the factor and the opinionator I just see like this is the stuff I've seen yeah, yeah. and these are the solutions I, I, I would look at trying to tweak that or fix it it's your yeah. choice you don't have to do this but yeah. the, 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 these are the things that I would do if it was me to increase that or these are the things you should like consider or look at or try um, and there's people out there that just go that's a rubbish model yeah why <laughs> What, 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 what is it that you've seen that makes it rubbish? Yeah. Explain what that is and help that person. Yeah. By as opposed to just being because it is just being mean, right? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Or just like they're they're not able to articulate what they're trying to say. They're just like I don't like that. I'm going to message I don't like that. Okay, that's cool. But why? <laughs> yeah, absolutely right. <laughs> but, uh, I, 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 like it, it, if you put something up on on socials or whatever, like you know, it doesn't give someone the authority to just trounce it or you know or mm. in, in, throw their opinion on on it. Like if you fa- if you genuinely put a post in a group or on a, on a platform and go look. 
I really want to improve. Yeah. Can you? I, I don't mind. You're not going to offend me. Blah blah. All this kind of stuff. Like you know, if you do that and you, you're willing and open to accepting stuff, then be prepared to receive that in mm. various different mediums. You, you you're going to get it from people in all different angles, and and it, some stuff could be written in a way that potentially could be, but. Just because if you're putting something up and you don't put that, it doesn't give the authority for somebody to do that. Yeah, you know? yeah, but yeah. I think I think sometimes that line is, is stepped over a little bit, you know, too much sometimes. Um, and really, when you put stuff online, you should be aware of, of asking, do I want people to be swathing me with yeah. critique yeah, and yeah, feedback? Yeah. Or do I just want to say, here's a really cool model I painted. Yeah. Hope you like it. That's not an invitation for someone to yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Oh, your your, your base room's got loads of sand stuff. Like, no, it doesn't matter. Maybe once it's there. So like, you know. But um, I mean, but, I'll, yeah. I'll be doing that soon with some airbrush and stuff because I'm very used to do it mainly for undercoating mm-hmm. uh, workshop. Um, and I've got an airbrush now and uh, compressor and stuff. So I'm like getting my head around it first of all just like the bare mechanics <laughs> but i'm gonna like start painting some stuff and go not i'm new to airbrushing feedback please yeah. and it'll be yeah. like give up it's a huge everest i think a lot of people are, are, are worried about but it but it's it's you know it's the same thing like we always get the question oh, what, what what's better brush or airbrush i'm like well they're different tools yeah. would you paint a wall with a with a, with a little brush no just roll up so you use, use yeah, airbrush yeah, yeah. to do base coating yeah you know or to do your training well, like with the warrior stuff, that that's like a really nice way of looking at it. It's like you know, you, you get those sort of zenithal highlights and and whatever, and it's 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 kind of like it's through volume, isn't it? Yeah. Like you're literally doing loads in one go, yeah. doing a bit of a burst, bit of a glaze, dry yeah. brush or edge highlight, and that's. I mean, even even like the box art style stuff, like you, you to put that main color on, like it would be silly to do it all the brush. And if you're trying to, especially when you're trying to do it, you know, in a way that's time efficient without sacrificing quality, you would be mad to do it with a brush like mm. using an airbrush to get your ultramarine blue or calgar blue or whatever it is you're painting the models in like to get that on with the airbrush it that does 10 percent of work on the overall 100 percent of the miniature but that 10 percent is done to a standard that when everything you apply on top of it complements and benefits the quality of that first 10 percent yeah you know um and, and i think that's the way to, to to look at it really like you'll never you're not gonna i mean ankel was pretty good with an airbrush let's be honest mm. yeah, i think everyone knows that yeah. like i've seen him with the 1.5 needle that he uses i've seen him do stuff that i could never dream of doing you know like you know but but apart from ankel who's gifted by the gods um like uh you wouldn't paint eyes on a model with an airbrush you yeah. know um or you wouldn't do certain things with it but it's phenomenal for not with that attitude you wouldn't no, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cool. yeah well i know we're going to draw soon you sent us some stuff which is called do you want blue black or or mauve um, Burgundy. Burgundy, yeah. Burgundy. Yeah. Oh, can I have blue, please? Blue, yeah. I'm going to that. I'm going to wear blue. Thank you very much. That's extremely kind. Not, I, know, I know the timing of year isn't convenient for beanies. I could look cool and then he can go all like Royal Marine Commando. Well, I was thinking I was thinking they'd shift on a trawler personally with this beard, but you know. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like uh, Henry Cavill in the early part of uh, Man of Steel. That's that's what I'm getting from you. Yeah, right yeah, that, that's, that's, ex- that's exactly some... what gets said about me all the time. So you've got quite a bit of merch then. Yeah, we do. Yeah, oh, I, that's I, lovely. I, it's yeah, very nice. I, you, I obviously from my band days, I used to do merch all the time when I was in bands, and and like I just I think it's a nice thing to, to have as part of the business. It's just again, like, t-shirts have always been something I've been a big fan of, and and yeah, 
various sizes for us as well. It's very kind. Yeah, of I didn't know. I, I did. I did mess with. I didn't know. What he, dro- he dropped me a message while I was dropping my kid off and then coming into work and uh, I didn't see it and I feel really bad. But that's, that's lovely. Okay. It's all right. Yeah, really I nice. Put this in my jumper to be fair. That's that fine. That yeah, be yeah. A good look. Give it a go. Do it. I'm gonna do it. Mrs. Peter's gonna be watching this going, You're an idiot. Yeah, you're still free for that photo shoot, aren't you? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the calendar. That's the calendar. Yeah, I'm just wearing your merch and nothing else. Just the hat and the t-shirt. Okay. I did not ask for that. <laughs> I saw it. I did. I have to double check my message. Oh, I feel like a skateboarder now. I'm going to go to the skate park. I'll see you later, guys. This is great. I've just ruined my hat. Uh, sometimes I get like, my, my wife says I look like a dustbin man because I've got one of these at home and I put it on. She's like, take that off. You look like a dustbin man. So, oh, that's the lovely. Thank you yeah, very much right. indeed, no, man. I really appreciate it. That's really good. Really thank you. Good. Thanks for coming on the show as well. No, it's been thank you very great. Much I mean, if there's any any other burning things you want to get off your chest. Uh, no, like, I, I didn't want to use it as a, as a like a crazy platform for me to say. No, like, it's no, about no, you. No, no, no special announcements. Everybody else does. Yeah. Go by note. It's fine. No, but but no, yeah, just thank you very much for having me. I think the show you're doing is amazing. Like, it's really good. I think I mean that sincerely. Like uh, the podcast format you're doing is really, really good. I think you had some phenomenal guests on. You know, we were talking about a few before. before yeah. Obviously, we've done, but yeah, you had some. You had some phenomenal guests on, and it's just really good to to see another medium for the community to kind of uh, engage with people and, and 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 find out more about different people and channels and individuals. I think it's a really yeah. good way of doing it. So, um, so yeah, you're doing a great thing. So keep doing it. And yeah, it's nice oh, picking really at the, the the background of folks. That's, that's what I'm all, all about. It's like how you know everyone's journey. There's a lot of similar journeys, interestingly, but it's, it's you know like how you get into doing these yeah. kind of things. So. Getting you on the show has been great, and you know, for me, just understanding like it is, you're right. I never would have considered it, but it is a trade, it is, yeah, and yeah. it should be seen as that, and it should be respected for that as well. So, Absolutely. yeah, and that's uh, in, and that, I mean, that like it, it doesn't have to be at like the, the commercial like end that we're at, it could be just someone who works from home, you know, that that, that also as well. We, I don't think just because they work from home or just because they're an individual, like you still have individual plumbers that go and do stuff. I don't yeah. think that's, that's you know, the same as yourself, obviously, yeah, yeah. In, but what you do, you know? Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Well, uh, if you too want to get some stuff painted by CG Studio, check out the website. The link will be in the description. Um, also, maybe if you at home going, oh, I really want to do some painting for Siege, apply. contact this guy. Yeah, definitely apply. Definitely apply. Obviously, send a CV. Please do. <laughs> <laughs> As always, hit the like and just like I was nearly said, describe again. I keep doing it. Like and subscribe. Patreon and, as well. And, uh, of course, thank you to yeah. Patreon. Thank you for your questions as well. You guys are amazing. Keep supporting us. Uh, and if you also want to join on Patreon, just go go over to Patreon. There's a link again in the description, and there's all sorts of different tiers. And that could be joining our Discord because we've got a nice community on Discord. Awesome. Just chat and show pictures of dogs and I'll join memes. that. I'll <laughs> join every day. Just for Patreon. There's everything. There's, there's a bit of everything. Star Wars Legion, if you know. Yeah, I'm all about Star Wars Legion right now. I don't know why, but it's just a little bit. Uh, so thank you as always. Thank you very much, thank you very much James. Yeah. And we'll see you again. See soon. Take care, guys. Thank see you. Bye-bye. Bye.